and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one cyclical page of Talmud every day. If you've been listening these last couple of days, you might be a little all deathed out, a little bit kind of weirded out that this Masechta, this tractate keeps on keeping on about death and mourning. It's important stuff, but on today's Dapim, Moed Katan 23 and 24, we get a bit of a respite because they're not just about mourning. They're also about marriage and celebrations and the reminder that life really in kind of a wonderful and totally obvious yet non-trivial way, cyclical. Good things happen and then bad things and then good again. Here to talk to us about this miraculous nature of life and its deep meaning is one of my favorite thinkers teachers, humans, Shira Hechtkoller, the director of the 9 to 9 Project. Hello. Hi. It's a delight to be here, as always. Always a delight to have you. We'll get to 9 to 9 in a second. But when you read today's Dapim and, and you read this kind of discussion of how, you know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life, to quote a, a good piece of Mishnah, what kind of emotional mood does that put you in? Yeah, reading reading today's stuff puts us in a different mindset, a different temperament. Right? It really presses us to step outside of the death mode for a moment and to think about cycles, cycles in life and death, overlapping cycles, consecutive cycles, and I guess like most saliently, the different people that we are in the different cycles in which we find ourselves. And you know, so this stuff talks about a lot of issues of death, but it also raises a question of marriage. And when a mourner may get remarried, and the DAF, you know, outlines that you know, a mourner, regular mourner, should not marry during the entirety of the Shloshim period, the 30-day mourning period. And then it talks about, well, what about the case of a person who's mourning a man, who's mourning for one's wife? They shouldn't get married until a full cycle has passed. Right. It says until the three regalim, right? In other words, a full cycle of holidays, the Shalosh Regalim has passed. Only once that has passed, can a person, can a man get remarried? Um, Rabbi Huda permits getting remarried before the third holiday. So after two holidays within that context, but still this framework of we're we're waiting for a cycle to pass until a person reemerges as a new person. Which is a very fascinating way of thinking about it, right? The thinking of us and our own emotional predilections. We so often think of our, you know, grief and our joy for that matter as, as such a private matter, right? And here the Talmud seems to suggest, hey, yeah, of course, you're the one feeling the feeling, but at the same time, you're all plugged into the same matrix, right? You're all plugged into the same kind of collective upswing or downturn of grief and joy. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's, you know, it's really also kind of thinking about these discrete periods of times of cycles where we find ourselves and different iterations of ourselves. And basically what Right. What the DAF is saying, what this bright saw, this Tanaitic text is saying, is that in the case of marriage, you can't remarry until you've gone through this whole cycle where you're a different person. And each time we go through a cycle, we experience things differently and we're in different iterations of ourselves. And so throughout the DAF, but also throughout Moed Katan, we're pressed to think and consider not just about death and loss, but also about resurgence renewal, how we emerge from a loss of such great magnitude and how ultimately we we kind of reinvent ourselves and how we're different people, both practically, but also existentially 
and in this case, it's using one particular event, a personal event, but also a public event to test the case of, well, when are you, when are you ready to re-emerge, right? When is a person ready for a different marriage after the death of a partner? Are they ever really ready? Or do we kind of say, you're just an entirely different person and we're going to wait for a full cycle to pass until you're an entirely different person and different version of yourself in that second union. And then we, you know, we have a whole different set of considerations to work with when we have a new person. Speaking of this tension between the personal and the collective and speaking of life cycles, you and and the amazing project you preside over in 99 have just finished a very meaningful cycle. So tell us a little bit about 99 and about what literally just happened today, I think, as we record. Wednesday was the last day of a three and a half year cycle. And we started up again on Sunday. We have a couple of days off, not like Dafyomi, it's not as relentless, but in the Tanakh based cycle, we we give, you know, Friday and Shabbat to kind of review. Um, but yeah, thank you. It's very exciting. And for all the people out there who are listening, who are engaged in both the cycle of Dafyomi and 929, the Tanakh, Global Tanakh Study Cycle. And I know there are many people who have their hands in both cycles. Mazal tov and congratulations on this incredible milestone after three and a half years of completing. Tanakh, just for, for those of, of our listeners who, who, who may have their acronyms a bit confused, is the Torah, the Nevi'im, the Ketuvim, the entirety of what we sometimes refer to as the Hebrew Bible. Thank you. I was about to get to that, but thank you for clarifying for everyone. Um, and like you say, I've really been thinking a lot about the cyclical nature of our lives through this lens and particularly how we're different people in each cycle and go through and how we look at the world differently throughout each cycle. Um, you know, for those who, again, who are not familiar with 929, it is a project and a global platform for the study of Tanakh, the Hebrew Bible, offering a platform with daily reflections anywhere from you know, five to 15 short accessible pieces, creative readings, pluralistic interpretations by a very wide range of artists and scholars, public intellectuals, novelists, rabbis, educators, students, and, and much, much more, all reflecting on the same text. And it's cross-denominational and it crosses geographic lines and there are all kinds of events, cultural opportunities that stem from the platform and the anchoring in one particular text that's being examined by the widest range of perspectives. And so this moment feels like one where we're in that liminal space, right? We have this day today and I'm fortunate to be on today where we're between cycles, where we can really think about what it means. And there are many people who are moving into the second cycle what it means to go from one cycle to another cycle and re-examine oneself through the lens of those texts and within those cycles as emerging as a different person. And so it really fortuitously connects with our DAF in terms of the sense of how do we enter into this next stage of doing the same thing again, but as a different person. I will say, if you're listening to this podcast and find it even remotely appealing, uh, you would absolutely love 929, which has this amazing quality of being, you know, truly kind of surprising and engaging in, in ways that a lot of writing about Tanakh isn't because on any given day you will find some kind of perspective or point of view or provocation or evocation or convocation or something that would really lead you to think. So Shira, before we let you go, those of our listeners, and I hope it's all of them, and, and it's definitely going to be me, who want to jump right into the cycle this Sunday. Where could we go? So this Sunday, we will be starting with Genesis 1, Paragallus, the first chapter in the book of Genesis, um, where, you know, the first... And anything good happen? 
Right, yeah, a couple things. It's a little bit interesting, but the you know the oddity of Dungeon is you've got a day to kind of run through it, and then you move on to the next. Um, and and you know, in many ways, the first chapter and the first few chapters, like Muayyadkatan, we think about the first births and the first deaths, and so there's a real power in examining ourselves and the way we've changed and continue to change through birth and death experience and that cyclical process. So yeah, for anybody who would be interested and excited, you are invited to join the 929 community. And if three and a half years and 929 chapters feels daunting or intimidating, this is a book by book project. Uh, and and even if you delve in for one chapter, you are considered a member of the 929 community. We'd really be very grateful to be learning together with you. So you can go to 929.org.il, which is a content platform. And there you can download a calendar for the next three and a half years, which has each chapter of the day. And each day will be updated with the offerings of the chapter of the parak of that day. It's in Hebrew and in English, different content on both sides. So you actually have a double range of perspectives from around the world to learn the Hebrew Bible, to learn Tanakh, and to engage with core questions, existential questions, communal questions. And um, and really, in this case, when we think about the range, there have been 600 contributors to this platform. And so in terms of perspectives, when we think about ourselves, we're really not just in the context of ourselves. We're actually learning and studying within the context of the fullest swath of the community that can diversify our perspective and, and really make us whole, interesting Jews and human beings. So Biel, thank you so much for this opportunity. It is always a delight to learn together, to think together about the ways that our texts inform, inform our values and ourselves. An absolute pleasure, and see you Sunday on 929.org.il. Thank you so much for being our guest. Take care. Shabbat shalom, everyone. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sara Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi, or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.